Hey friend, welcome to the Bible Tract Echoes radio broadcast. I'm Mike McCurry, your host. I can't thank you enough for taking of your time to join me today. Once again, I come to you as you listen to this broadcast from a balcony, from a back deck, as it were. I'm no longer in Auckland, New Zealand. I'm further south and east, basically just about on the east coast of New Zealand. You may hear some of the natural wildlife of this beautiful country in the background behind me. We've had a wonderful time. We've had many saved as a result of the revival meetings that I and some other preachers have had the privilege of being a part of here. Today, I have a special treat for you. As part of the revival meetings, one of the local church pastors over here played a clip of an amazing message from many years ago brought by missionary Bob Hughes. Those of you that know some of your Christian hero history may recognize that name. I'll give you a very brief biography. He was born in Center, Texas many years ago, and he became a missionary through God's providence and grace. He was stationed in the Air Force in the Philippines, and God led him to Cebu City in the Philippines, and he started the Bible Baptist Church. It's still, to this day, many years after his death, a massive work for the glory of God. And in this message that we're going to share with you over the next few days, you will hear the title, I Sat Where They Sat. Bob Hughes talks about the fact that he observed and saw his people, the Filipino people, a people still in need of the gospel, much like the other 200-something countries and nations of the world. But he talks about the fact that they taught him some things. And I'd ask you today to listen intently as missionary Bob Hughes from many years ago shares his burden and shares his heart because there may be something that you and I can learn about simple faith. Listen now to Bob Hughes. With your Bibles open to the book of Ezekiel, chapter 3 and verse 15, we would like to talk to you tonight about something that I feel is very, very vital to our Christian life and as a church. In the book of Ezekiel, chapter 3 and verse 15, the prophet says, Then I came to them of the captivity of Telebid, that dwelt by the river of Chebar, and I sat where they sat, and remained there astonished among them seven days. One day the preacher was walking down the road, and he came to a river. He looked over there on the side, and there were a group of people that were in captivity or in prison. The preacher did not just walk on down the road and go to his destination and forget these people, but he stopped. And he went over there where they were, and he sat down, and he observed their condition, and he saw their pitiful situation, and he stayed there for seven long days. And the Bible says that he was astonished at what he saw, what he heard, what he felt. This visit down by the river changed Ezekiel's life. And just following this, God spoke to this man and commissioned him to be a watchman of his to warn the people of their need of preparing to meet God. I wish tonight that you would join me for the next 25 minutes, and we will take a visit to the Philippine Islands. And I believe if you will visit with me on these needy islands, your life will never be the same. I believe that Ezekiel was changed by his visit down by the river. I believe as he sat there where they sat, God spoke to him 
as he saw these people, he did not just see people, but he saw souls in need of a Savior. And I hope that tonight, after we take this visit to the islands, you will never be able to be complacent when God speaks to your heart about warning people of their wicked ways. I wish we could all go out to the airport tonight and get on a 747, and we could fly up to the Philippine Islands and we'd get off on a little island called Mactan. It's just about three miles from where I live. I live on the island of Cebu, but we would have to land on this island because this is where the airport is. And we'd get off and we'd cross over on a barge to the island of Cebu and go up to my home on the side of the mountain overlooking the city of Cebu and overlooking the other islands within my view. And we'd have lunch together there in the city of Cebu tonight and then we'd go out tomorrow and see some of the places that God has laid upon our heart to try to minister to. But I hope as we make this visit tonight, you'll be able to see the things that I have seen for 16 years. As I sit there looking out the window day after day, I can look over and view the sunrise over the island of Leyte and over the Mactan Island. These were beautiful sights as the sun came up over these islands for many, many years. But every day as I sit there, it seems like that the beauty has left. Because I can see islands, and I do not just see islands, but I see islands with people. I see people there that nobody seems to care. I see people there that our Lord spoke of in Psalms chapter 2 and verse 8 when he says, If you'll ask me, I'll give you the heathen for an inheritance. Who wants the heathen? Who cares about the heathen? Filthy, dirty, godless, unsaved, unregenerate? Who would ask God for the heathen? I did. I ask God for the heathen. I ask God to give them to me. And as I look out over the island of Leyte, and you look out with me, I've done it for 16 years as my wife sat there, and my 16-year-old daughter sat on my right, and my 14 daughter sat there on the left of the table. As I would eat my breakfast and my lunch and my supper, I can look out and I can see the island of Leyte with a million and a half people with only one missionary. As I look to the right, I can see very clearly the island of Behold with 750,000 people, not one missionary. Not one missionary. You would go up a little higher. You'd be able to look across on the other side of the island of Leyte and see that island of Samar with two million people, not one missionary. And this is the thing that I face constantly. And some people may wonder, why, oh, why, Bob, do you emphasize missions? But I cannot help but emphasize missions as I have sat where they sat for 16 years. And I have seen and I have felt and I have heard the cry, no man careth for my soul. Nobody seems to understand. Nobody seems to get upset about the heathen. Nobody wants the heathen. Nobody cares about the heathen. Nobody wants to go to the heathen. Oh, listen, I say unto you tonight, after 16 years as a missionary, I have to stand before you tonight and confess that my people have taught me more than I've ever been able to teach them. They taught me some things as I sat with them, and I've slept in their beds and in their homes, and I've eaten their food, and I've ministered to them, and I've been out in those islands for all these years, and they've taught me some things, and I'd like to pass these things on to you tonight. And I feel as if you will just sit with me for a little while as we sit with them. I believe we'll be able to learn the things that I've learned over these past few years. First of all, my people have taught me the meaning of simple faith. 
the meaning of simple faith. The simple faith. Just to believe God. Oh, I wish that we had not become so sophisticated in America that we would doubt this book. I wish that we still could look in this book and say, God, I believe every word of it, and then get up and act accordingly. Not just a simple faith to say, I believe in God, but to get up and begin to act upon that which we say we believe, and then begin to get out and do something about it. My people take seriously the word of God. When my God writes in his word that he shall supply our every need, I tell my people this. And though I was teaching them and telling them all along that if you're a child of God, you can pray and believe God and God answers prayer, even down in my old heart, I I didn't have the faith that I was asking them to have. Sometime my people come to me and say, Pastor Hughes, would you please pray with me about a certain item? And really, folks, I have to confess my faith is not that simple to believe like they are. But they come to me with with a request and want me to pray. And I have to say, okay, let's pray. Let's get on our knees and pray, and you pray first. And while he's praying, he prays in such simple faith, Lord, you said in your word that if we ask, we'll receive. And as they believe God, and my old heart begins to reach out and say, I can believe God too. And when he says amen, then I pray. He's taught me the meaning of simple faith. Mrs. Madula, who was saved through listening to the broadcast, I buried her husband. She was left with nine children. Little baby, three months old, little Mario. It seems like that there was no one that she could turn to but God. But she had learned to have a simple faith in God, left a destitute woman with nothing in this world. For out there, there's no such thing as somebody to help when you're destitute. I went to her home one morning and knocked on the door, and she came to the door and said, Pastor Hughes, come in, let me tell you what God did. This morning we got up and we had no food. There was no rice. There was no fish. There was no milk for little Mario. And I asked my family to come in and we got on our knees and we began to pray. And we began to pray and ask God to supply our daily bread. And while we were praying, there was a knock at the door and I went to the door and there stood a man there with a sack of groceries and says, the Lord laid it up on my heart to bring these to you. My God is a God that wants us to believe him. And without faith, it is impossible to please God, for we must believe him. We must believe him. Oh, today, if we could only go back to the Bible and just have simple faith, just to believe, and then to be able to step out on this faith and and, and ask for big things. Oh, I'm going back to the island with big requests. I tell you, my friends, uh, get out on the limb. That's where the fruit is. Oh, listen. Let's dare to do the impossible. You don't have much of competition there. Do the impossible. I'm going out there by the grace of God, and we're going to be able to build a building that will accommodate 2,000 people. And Lord willing, about four years, we're going to give you folks a race for your life. Uh, you, you pray for us, folks. We've got some people that love God, too. And they have simple faith, and, and they just pick up this book, and, and God says it, and we believe it. We want to attempt great things for God. And we're getting ourselves out on the limb, and we're going to have to trust the Lord. Thank you so very much for listening to this incredible message. It's amazing how these things recorded so many decades ago can still stir the heart today. I ask you, I ask myself more appropriately, do I have simple faith? So often I don't. I don't believe what God has said enough to act upon it. 
And oftentimes that's the litmus test, isn't it? We can say we have faith, but belief is not just in our head. Let me encourage you to join us throughout the remainder of this week on Bible Tracked Echoes. I will be coming to you from this back deck every day of this week, and I'm enjoying the weather here. It's a beautiful 68 degrees and doesn't project to get much warmer today, so I'm enjoying it. I hope it's about the same temperature where you are, though, of course, I doubt it. Regardless, let me encourage you to have a great day for His glory. Join us for the remainder of this week on the Bible Tract Echoes radio broadcast. And remember, you can always find the archived versions of this program on your favorite podcast player, or you can watch the video version on YouTube and Facebook and actually see where I am. We'll talk to you soon. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracts Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample booklet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 130, Dwight, Illinois 60420. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.